Blog Talk Radio. Do you love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to blazingryradio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So, go ahead on over to BlazingRyeRadio.com, click on the banner for Vimeo, and get to uploading. Thank you for listening. BlazingRyeRadio.com The great city playboy They're always around To help build your home up Then help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing Worth singing about Backstage, it's Wednesday, October 7th, 2016, and I'd like to introduce the shot shot (laughs) to my battery in law, Miss Jonathan Weeks. Miss Jonathan, amazing Jonathan, amazing Jonathan, how are you, man? Don't change a thing, no way you stay the same. I got you. I'm like all that, all that. Head though, you all that. Tell old boy he call back. Send a text, they fall back, cause I can see you got a thing for the fast life. So come on, shorty, let me show you what the fast life whipping across the border, Florida and Georgia. And baby, you strong, you make me wanna roll my window down. And a bag. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> you done lost the game. What's going on? <laughs> I should clarify that it is Wednesday, April 22nd, 2015, not October 32nd or whatever I said before. Um, and I think, yes, I've I've lost my mind. And I think the whole damn world lost its mind. You know, you know why I think that, Mr. Weeks? Why? Why, man? Because I was just at the gym, and one guy yelled out in the locker room, the gloves come in small, medium, and large, right? And then the other guy yelled out, yeah, both. <laughs> and then I go to the gas station to get my uh, my traditional radio uh, uh, diet, wild cherry Pepsi and some water and some Perrier, and uh, and and... <laughs> 
I, I get a, a packet of the low-fat Snackwells cookies. Have you had those? No, I haven't. Are they any good? They're okay. <laughs> so I, 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 I show it to the guy. I give the guy the stuff, and I'm trying to get out of there. And then the guy points to a picture on the Snackwells thing and says, what this means. And I look at it, and it's a picture of a peanut crossed out. And I said, no nuts. And he said, oh, no nuts, okay. <laughs> and I thought, for some reason, I'm thinking, like, because he's not American, he doesn't know what peanuts are. But then I, <laughs> I realized that that was <laughs> an insane assumption, and it's a picture. It's not even the word. And how did he not know what that meant? You know? No, I, I know what you're saying. That's crazy, man. This yeah. Guy's, uh, this guy's a nut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, yeah. uh, yeah. So, 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 how are you? How are how are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, a little bit better. I'm in a recovery period. after getting a couple text messages yesterday. Well, not a couple. Probably like forty text messages about uh. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, about, about a uh, upcoming bachelor party for no, my. No, well, I know, I know. I, it it was it was terrible, terrible yeah. news. He's getting married, and it's going to be a bachelor party, and it's happening all again. <laughs> and are you are you in the bridal party? I'm in the bridal party. I'm one of the uh, bridesmaids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, I am. Are you a groomsman or a best man, or are you really a bridesmaid? I'm really a bridesmaid. No, no, I'm a, I'm a groomsman, not not the best man. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> well, that's fucked up. <laughs> Who's the best man? Uh, I think it's this guy named CJ. 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 <laughs> oh, it's not you or Deacon Fry. No, me and Deacon Fry are uh, groomsmen. Are douchebags. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, where is this bachelor party going to be? We don't know. This is just beginning. I think it's oh, going Jesus. to be. I think we're. I, from what I know, it's going to be a whole. First of all, this is what scared me the most. It's a whole weekend long. Mm. It's another one of those. Mm. And and it's going to be. We're going to rent the house at the Rhode Island. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I seem to recall that, that <laughs> happening before, or that idea, and just, weren't we going to do that? Rent a house in Rhode Island? Or was it Block I Island? I we were. I thought we were. Now this is going to actually happen. Yeah. It seems like life just wants me to suffer <laughs> terribly. <laughs> Well, I'm with you there, man. So, so, and you had to do those uh, those doodle Google doodle polls. No, we haven't even got to that stage yet. I made oh. someone made a suggestion to do that because everybody's dates were all over the place. It was very humorous, mm. and uh, so Scott jumped in. Basically, everybody was like, "Oh, I'm not free this weekend. I'm not free this weekend." And he was like, "Well, you know, since everybody's so damn busy." Uh, I'm just gonna take a weekend. If you can't make it, then I'll just see you at the end of wedding. Good. Listen, man. I, yeah, Sir John Robert Wallace Murphy's bachelor party in Puerto Rico. Uh, 
I'm done. That that's it. I can't. I can't. That's it. I can't. John Weeks, what what do you what what do I always want to accomplish? What every day of my life, what is the one thing that I want to do? I think that you know my thing that you want to do is, is achieve sanity somehow, some way, and survive. Mm-hmm. Right, That's and the I way think. yes, and the way to do that is for me to have some time at home to do right. hood rat stuff. All I ever yeah, want to do is hood rat stuff at home with your friends by myself, really. And <laughs> and and I cannot tell you the amount of shit that comes into my life making it impossible <laughs> to gain any semblance of sanity because I have no time to do hood rat stuff alone. <laughs> So you know, I, can, I cannot agree with you more. That's really the pursuit of happiness. Put that stuff on your own. Yes. Not even with my friends. Just give me a second. Give me a fucking second. You know? Give me a second. Yeah, give me some time to breathe. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk more about this. But uh, have you? did you hear about this uh, Britt McHenry? Uh, no. Who the hell is this? This ESPN um, reporter, this lady who, I guess she got in a fight with the tow truck driver or something, or the tow truck dispatcher. <laughs> Have you heard about this? Oh, I saw that, yes. The one that they towed her car, and mm-hmm. she's, like, talking down to her, and very condescending, and yeah, like, I, sit, I think she got suspended, right, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to play that, and hopefully, you can, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, because on TV or whatever, it was even closed captioned, but I'm going to play it. We'll come back. And we'll get our reaction, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm in the news, sweetheart. I will fucking do this place. Okay, that's fine. And I'll play your videos, so careful. I'll play the video. That's why I have a degree in your office. I wouldn't work in September. I'd say this. Make that 10 call when you're doing here. That's how you feel about it. She's taking people's money. No education. Do you feel good about your job? So I could be a college dropout and do the same thing? Why because I have a brain and you don't? Maybe if I was missing some pizza with her and her. Oh, like yours? Because they look so stunning. Because I'm on television and you're in a fucking trailer, honey. Lose some weight, baby girl. Okay. Um, oh, my. How, what, what, what did you think of that? Well, she's got a terrible attitude, this girl. And, uh, oh, my. I don't know what else to say. I think she's out of line. But it also is scary to me that all these things that we do can be put online now and then we discover them and they can ruin us. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I would never find myself talking like that, but but you never know. So, I, I mean, like, and the other thing is, I, you know, I, I'm not sure where it happened yet, but it's scary that uh, her job kind of, like, suspended her or whatnot. I think that's a little scary to me because that's, like, outside of work, I think, at least. And, uh... Yes, she's being very rude. Yes, she's being a terrible person. But I mean, she didn't go. She didn't really go and do like hood stuff with her friends. You know? 
I would welcome hood rat stuff with her friends. I would welcome that. I know. I know. She was doing crazy old white bitch stuff with her her enabler friends. Right, right. She was being a terrible person. No, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah. Whether that should seep into her workplace, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Chris Berman, Chris Berman yeah. worked for ESPN, and he he was a terrible person sometimes, and I don't think they ever did anything to him. Wasn't his name really Chris Everett or something? I think it was. Or is that the other guy? Um, but John, we you know how this Brit McHenry is it McHenry or McEnry? It might be McEnroe. <laughs> Do you know how this Brit McEnroe thing has made me feel? How a certain way? Yeah. <laughs> God, what an incredible song! What was, wow, what was that? You produced it? Uh, kinda. I mean, it was it was a collaboration between uh, Erica, who did most of the work and sounded amazing, and and me. Um, but I really don't have a monologue here. I just wanted to bring back the segment to hear the song uh, again. Um, of course, there was the original version by Jonathan Demar, which is fucking amazing, and I I. I'm no longer allowed to use it. So um, that, that's the one that we've got. Erica, Erica's version is also amazing, uh, but nothing will ever beat that original, Damar. Um, but, that was amazing, I have to say. That was great. Uh, but that still feels, makes, makes me feel a certain way about it. Yeah, so she uh, <laughs> she's a fucking bitch. And, um, you know, you just, no matter what you're going through, you just don't talk to people like that. Like, there was... Uh, you know, they showed that clip on, on the Today Show, um, and I was uh, last week at a, one of the hotels I stayed at last week for that three-day-long wedding, and um, <laughs> I was running on the treadmill in the morning, and the Today Show was on, <sighs> and, um, and you know, I don't know if you've seen the Today Show recently, but there are so many anchors on it, there's like... Uh, there's there's uh, uh, Matt Lauer and Savannah Guthrie and Natalie Morales and Carson Daly and Al Roker and Willie Geist and not oh not one of them could sympathize with Britt McHenry and they're all in the same kind of broadcast industry and stuff and they were all like you just you don't do that to be you don't talk to people like that so um, I'm of the mind that, yeah, she kind of should have been suspended. I, I, I feel like we're differing on that opinion. Uh, then again, we, you know, we all say stupid shit sometimes, but, like, you don't, like, you know, you don't talk shit about someone's uh, physical appearance and how many teeth she's right. missing and what degree of education she's achieved. And then, and even the worst part is she does it after well, the worst part, she's doing it at all, but she continues to do it after the lady tells her sh that she's going to, she's videotaped, that it, there's a videotape of it, you know? Right, right. Pretty weird. No, I, I agree with that. I agree that, uh, that, I mean, you could think that way, but you don't say it, you know, but then, uh, yeah. and she did have a warning. She had an ego, of course, and she went beyond that, and 
I don't know. I think there's a fine line between what happens in work, you know, what, how work interprets your actions and, you know, discipline. And I think workplaces are just being so incredibly uh, either sensitive or they want to have the best face forward. But, I mean, yeah. if you look at consistently their actions, especially kind of companies like ESPN, I mean, they're, they're known to make these, like, sexist comments and be terrible sometimes. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't know. There, there should be a line someplace where workplaces – Kind of respect that one. Otherwise, we don't have any privacy in our lives, and we got to, you know, of course, it was in a public place, but uh, it's scary. To me, it's very scary. I mean, uh, as a private mm-hmm. citizen, you don't know what you, what's going to come up on, online and be misinterpreted sometimes, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But in this um, case, you're a terrible person. There was no mis- misinterpretation. I just don't agree with the punishment. I, I, don't, I, know, mm-hmm. I don't know how long she was suspended for or if she was paid, but I think that's kind of rough. How would you feel if the punishment were murder? Well, I'm okay with that. That's fine. I think that's more. That's, that's, that's a legitimate punishment, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, what if for whenever we get married to, I don't know, sex dolls or whoever we wind up with? Um, I'm not. You know, after all this, after all these ridiculous excursions, I'm, I've had enough. <laughs> I'm doing up. I feel like I've lived enough marriages and bachelor parties and, and weddings with my friends. Don't forget that the I don't ever have to experience this for myself. No. And but I was thinking if that were to ever happen, um yes. it would be so funny if we both had our bachelor parties in the most exotic, like amazing, <laughs> like foreign like what if you know it was like Paris or Tokyo or I don't know where people go the Bahamas and what if it was just like three weeks to a month long and and everybody had to pay a lot of money every day I mean what if we really you know took advantage of the situation? Well, you know to, to tell you the truth, I I hate to say it, but I think we're Someone entitled to it since we've yeah. suffered through so much. Yeah, there's been yeah. so much pain and anguish on our our sides here. Panguish. I think we're 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 owed this. Yeah, we have panguish. We have panguish. Yeah, <laughs> lots of panguish. Just incredible amount of panguish. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I bachelor parties have really lost their flavor to me. I think they're like. The worst. Oh, yeah. Whenever I hear about it, I start panicking. I like panic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but you, you, you went to a three-day wedding. How, how was that? Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, here's the deal. Uh, 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 I'm gonna urinate, so I'm gonna play a clip, and sure. and and you at the end of the clip. It might end early, so just uh, just cover for me. Uh, sing Ghostbusters sure. or something. I'll be right back, and then we'll get into it. All right. We'll get into it. Yes. All right, here we go. So after Fargo, yes. you're not auditioning for the Coens anymore. No, now I love it become... that Gilbert only has a casual knowledge of my career. With a chipmunk. Been here and everywhere. We're the chipmunks. Do, 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 do.
Um, but I figured I can go to the Sangeet and I can go to the wedding ceremony and then I will miss the reception and go to my uh, Syracuse reunion. That, to me, is a is a, a more than fair compromise, don't you think? Oh, I think that's great. I think that's awesome. As long as you are able to pick and choose the uh, the events of the wedding, I think that's that's pretty good. I mean, do they expect a gift for each day of the wedding? <laughs> um, well, you know me. I don't do wedding gifts, so they ain't going to get one from me. Um sure. Good yeah. You. Yeah. Agreed. I, because you know I'm already paying, th- and and the amount of time that I fluctuate weight, I got to buy a new suit for every one of these fucking things. So by the time I'm done spending, you know, I spend a G on like every wedding, no matter what. It's ridiculous. Yes, it's exactly what happens. At least a G. It's ridiculous. The time yeah. and the expense put into this. It's like yeah. uh, you know, it's like giving your soul away each time to each wedding you go to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially when they're in New Jersey. So I, um, uh, it, it's, it's so so yeah. I I decided to do that sort of compromise, and I felt bad about missing the reception. But hey, I'm I'm there for three days. You know, I'm just not there for one of the nights. So it's it should right. be enough. Uh, and here's the thing. And we're probably gonna have to start this before the this the wizard comes on and end it after. And sure. I hope that me talking about this trip does not ruin any of my friendships <laughs> because <laughs> I know that when, <laughs> that when like Mark Marin talks about his girlfriend or on his podcast or whatever, he gets in trouble for it or when he talks about his dad. Or stuff, and it's caused him a lot of issues. He made a whole Marin episode about his girlfriend, and another thing about his dad. And you know, uh, all I can say before we get into this is that my friends, <laughs> my friends seem to be under the impression that people listen to this show. They do not. Okay, they do not. So I, I just want to put everyone at ease with that. First off. <laughs> Jesus, guy. Oh, I, love right. the, I love the disclaimer. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so <clears throat> I uh, early... <laughs> Earlier in the week, uh, last week, my friend Eskew, uh, let's call him Eskew, because that's his last name, he, uh, he's a a big workhorse, right? And he, he was at my old law firm, and then he went to a new law firm, and then he recently went back to the, to the old law firm. So, already... We're dealing with someone who's who does something like that. So there's that. And um, he uh, figured that he would uh, be able he, – he, uh, that I thought – we all thought that he had taken the days off because DJ and I had taken the days off for Suchi's wedding. Suchi's the one getting married. It's the group of the four of us, me, Eskew, DJ, and Suchi. Suchi's the bride. Uh, Eskew's the dude. DJ's the girl. And I'm Holmes. So 
um, he starts texting us at the beginning of last week. He's like, I'm getting kind of nervous about uh, not showing up on Friday because I don't have any days yet because he hasn't had like his 90-day uh, – what do you call it? Oh, my God, I almost called it probate, uh, probationary period. Oh, probationary period? Okay, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. It's not his third month there. It's his fifth year there, you know? Why the fuck would right. there be a probationary period? Because, I mean, that's fucking absurd, first off, of both the firm and him uh, to be worried about. And uh, and then he and – then, and then his his stress about missing Friday – because the thing was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, was stressing me out so much that I spent the entire day on, when was it, Wednesday, avoiding him, right? So the entire day on Wednesday, I'm not texting him. I'm, I don't want to get into it. I had said all I could say about the subject, about, like, you are fucking crazy. Do not go to work right. on Friday. And then he said he was going to call out sick, and I was like, no, don't do that. People will see pictures. They'll know where you are. Um I I just said just talk to your boss and it'll be fine. He likes you. It'll be fine. Uh, and he uh, decided that uh, well okay. So here's what happened. I spend the whole day Wednesday, you know, not talking to him, not getting into it. And I go to Macy's in Herald Square to pick up uh, my suit, um, which very lovely Ryan Seacrest suit. I didn't even know Ryan Seacrest had a clothing line. Did you? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, at Macy's, I saw Ryan Seacrest's distinction. I put on this blue suit, and it fit the nicest, and I liked the color, and that's the one I went with, and it was it was very well received. Um, but I, I go to pick up the suit. I go to I get it from the guy in the tailor shop or whatever, and I go into the dressing room to try it on. I come out of the fitting room, and immediately I stop dead in my tracks. There's Eskew looking at suits. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. And that is that, the most random thing I ever heard of. It is. He doesn't even live in New York. It was so weird. So that's where we're gonna have to pause it because do you know what time it is? Oh my God! It's a met the woods with the wizard. Yes, and we'll get back to this uh, the wedding shenanigans like oh, later. Must. Like we I must. like I said, I hope I keep my friends, but if not, well, <laughs> at least I was honest. Oh, poor Bitch. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. How long yeah. do it take to cut a cracker? 
cracker. Because <laughs> I ran into, I saw him at at our college reunion uh, the other night, and he goes, he goes, yo, Tom Fogarty killed it. He killed it. Right, 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 right. That's my Ben impression. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right. I gotta say, I was given realness. I mean, I it, I guess the secret's out now. The shoot. I'm sort of the hero of the song, but I start out as a homeless man begging for money on the street. Well, I was so convincing before we were even set up. People were dropping shit in my cup. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's got to make you feel real good at 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning in Union Square Park. Was that before you even got into costume? No, I was in a costume, bitch. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. my realness on. (laughs) Well, well, we can't wait to see it. We won't give away any more than that. Yeah, Um, right. uh, Who have you got for us tonight, or what, for the Hot Mess Award? Well, my first one is this little tete-a-tete that's going on between Mila Kunis and her Ukrainian counterpart named Christina Caro. It seems Christina Caro is about to drop a video, I guess, in her native tongue. Mm -hmm. And in the process, she has decided to come out of the woodwork and sue Mila Kunis Five thousand dollars for having stole her beloved chicken, Doo Doo, back Ooh. in the day when they all lived and they were happy little Russians. What? Oh man! Yeah, this is what one has to do to get you know knock the Kardashians off of TMZ for a hot second. You got to claim someone stole your beloved chicken named Doo Doo when you were five years old. Oh, Doo Doo. Doo Doo. Come back, little doo-doo. Poor doo-doo is now doo-doo. Yep, yep. They said deuces to doo-doo. <laughs> ah! With, I like that Mila Kernis. It sounds like you're Medea saying it. Mila Kernis. Hello. You know, she's married to that Ashton Kircher. Mm. <laughs> that Ashton Kirsten, he's a fine. Yeah, you know, he's a friend of Ursher's. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And who is your second hot mess hire? My next one apparently is Robert Downey Jr. Stormed off set of an interview the other day. Mm. You know, mm. he's out touting the Avengers, the Age of Ultron, or whatever the, you know, yeah. 59th in the series is. Yeah, the I guess, you know, after being asked all the uh, standard Avenger questions, not for nothing. I mean, these poor folks, when they're doing these goddamn days of sitting there and being asked shit, they sit there and they're basically asked the exact same fucking questions by like 49 different news outlets who think they've got a scoop. Mm -hmm. You know, so who knows how cranky he was. You know, he was, I guess he was ready to have somebody suck his jock. But anyway, he stormed out saying, I didn't sign up for a Diane Sawyer sit-down. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, at least he's not Sawyer like that. Because that's what Bruchetta's got in his future. <laughs> right, isn't that this weekend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this, and you saw, the, you saw the pictures of him yesterday, and his, mm-hmm. like, half tan, and it looks like he's got little boobies and long hair and stuff. You know, oh, it was shot from a mile away, for fuck's sake. But yeah. they have him supposedly coming out of his house 
<laughs> Pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm wow. coming up. I want the world to know. Gonna let it know. Maybe it should be more like, cock coming off. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and who is your final hot mess, Sire? My final hot mess is, I gotta say, and she's a hot, hot mess. I fucking love this chick. Miss Brittany from Alabama Shakes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Don't wanna fight no more. I don't wanna fight no more. Don't wanna fight no more. I don't wanna fight no more. I don't wanna fight no more. I don't wanna fight no more. Yeah, baby. I don't wanna fight no more. I don't wanna fight no more. God damn, she could chew off Breschetta and save him the surgery. She is amazing. She is amazing. I fucking love her. Yeah, I I thought she was a guy when I first heard her until they appeared on SNL and she's a girl. You wished she was a guy. (laughs) I guess so. She certainly fits your color palette. She's a pedophile. All right. Are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off tonight? I like them. Oh, All yeah. Right, let's open it up. Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. <laughs> catchy like the clap. <laughs> Get us, get us started, sir. Get us, get us, get us nice and loose. Speaking of Diane Sawyer, Diane Sawyer will premiere her interview with Bruce Jenner on ABC Friday night, where Bruce will admit to his plot all along to turn into Diane Sawyer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. Clever girl. Yeah. <laughs> In other news, Miley Cyrus died this week. No, <laughs> I love a Miley. So do I. So do I. <laughs> sorry, Where do you I'm get sorry. your information from weeks. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I heard it from Miley. You heard it from Irie? Miley, Miley. From Molly. <laughs> this is Molly. Oh. I heard it from Molly Cyrus. Were you doing Molly at the time? (laughs) Yes, Yes, I was. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of um, Miley, do you know that uh, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, Miley Cyrus, Joan Jett, Dave Grohl, and Tommy James, Blazing Ride guest, performed Crimson and Clover together. How about that? Yep, and apparently Miley killed all the stuff that she did. Yeah. Oh, wow. She totally killed it. I love her. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's just too bad she's no longer with us. John Travolta wore wore a tuxedo on his final <laughs> appearance on The Late Show with David Letterman last week. He told Letterman it was no big deal and that he always dresses up for dick-sucking Thursdays. 
<laughs> and I'll meet you at the gym about a quarter to three. <laughs> Just you and me. Yeah. Apparently, Josh Wolter was dressed up for a screening of the Scientology movie Going Clear, which he misheard as Going Queer. <laughs> yeah, the meter just went off the top on that one. <laughs> and Travolta thanked Letterman for everything he's done for late night TV by saying, gee, thanks, Jar Jar Toboggan. <laughs> What did you say last week? You said he called L. Ron Hubbard B-Job Paponius, and now he's, now he's called Waterman Star Jar Toboggan. Star Jar Toboggan. T-Job Toboggan. T-Job Toboggan, y'all. Ha-ha-ha. jailed in Bali after murdering the girlfriend's mother and putting her body parts in a suitcase. The couple explained, well, with all these freaking one carry-on per flight rules, we had to do something. Bali, hi! Chop, 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 chop. Bali, Elizabeth Warren called on Eric Holder this week to block the Time Warner Cable Comcast merger. Senator Warren said, have you ever had Time Warner Cable and or Comcast? Having both at once would be like getting fucked in the same tight asshole by two magnum black cocks continually thrusting and thrusting until you have anal tearing and bleeding all over your kitchen. <laughs> it's such a, a strange thing for a senator to say, really. I reckon. Really? Yeah. I reckon. Trader Joe's this week recalled a sausage product due to possible plastic pieces. Which is weird because the only time I recall my sausage is when I don't have enough plastic pieces. Ooh, I know that's right. Yep. You need to jack yourself off and get the hell out of Greenpoint. Oh. Gabriel, like that. Guess who's coming to dinner? (laughs) Adam Pauly says. CBS really did not like when he kept hosting the Late Late Show. In fact, they hated him so much, they threatened to bring back the ghost of Tom Snyder and Craig Kilborn. Oh. <laughs> Craig Kilborn's alive, damn it. He's alive. Yeah, it's Craig Kilborn, yeah. I, I love the way that you say the name like he used to say it when he introduced himself. Craig Kilborn. <laughs> Craig Kilborn. <laughs> now, who was Tom Snyder related to? Rob Schneider. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I don't think it was someone with, with the name Schneider, but he like he had an uncle or a nephew in the biz, something I'm vaguely remembering. Well, I don't know that. I don't know that one. I don't know that either. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. Marvel yeah. revealed in a new X-Men comic, the character Iceman will come out as gay. Gay and a mutant? I haven't seen that combination since Richard Simmons was sweating to the oldies. Hey, I've been sweating to the oldies lately. That's why I threw that in there for you, Sire. I figured you did, you dirty bitch. <laughs> I'm just I'm just melting the pounds away by the ton. Go, you chicken fat gal. You just you just sounded like like Paul Lind just now. Go, oh, you chicken fat gal. Oh, I I hate the the Jews are destroying. Didn't he had a big anti-Semitic thing? Ooh, I didn't know about that. And then, do you know the one story where apparently he walked into a barn? They were I don't know why, but during he walked into a barn and he goes, "It smells like cunt." Ah, I think. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, we don't have enough color like him around anymore. Uh, uh. Nope. Speaking of color and smelly things, mm. a Florida couple was arrested Friday after the police found their children wearing only underwear and living in a room filled with garbage, roaches, and a bed covered in mold and feces. In other words, John Weeks Heaven! <laughs> He's in heaven. (laughs) Oh, it's me. No, it's Weeks. No, it's me. No, it's me. It's me. A farmer was killed by his wife and buried under manure. Boy, talk about a shitty poor burial. (laughs) (laughs) A shitty burial. Yeah. Shitty Barbario, like Hannah Barbario? Hannah Barbario. I like that. Hannah Barbario. I'm made of a brainer. A high school is under fire after its students organized an anti gay day. So that's what the kids in Greenwich have been up to lately. Ah. Uh... A Utah mom was sentenced to life in prison after killing her six newborns and burying the bodies. When asked why she did it, the mom said, What with the airline rules these days, what was I supposed to do? (laughs) It's a big big problem. A lot of people are dying because of these airline rules. Really? Animal rights advocates have called for action against a vet who shot a cat with a bow and arrow and probably posted the picture on social media while joking she will gladly accept the Vet of the Year award. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like if you're going to be going around shooting cats with a bow and arrow, maybe veterinarian is not the best profession for you. Call me crazy. <laughs> really? She was a vet? Yeah, a veterinarian oh. and shot a cat through the head. With a bow and arrow. <laughs> Why? And then posted a picture of it. I don't know. She was hunting crazy. Cats. Why? This and then true. said, oh, I'm sorry. I shot you. No. Because cops can get away with that now. Yeah, that's true. She thought it was a taser, right? She was reaching for the taser. Yeah. And it ended up being a bow and arrow. Yeah, she dropped the bow and arrow next to the cat on the way, on her way out. That's cray cray. Yup. 
Oh, now this made me sad when I heard it this week. But Roseanne Barr this week revealed that she's slowly going blind. Oh. Her friends then told her they've been slowly going deaf for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, say, can you see? <laughs> now, the thing that's so brilliant is she can really fucking sing. I mean, that yeah. was a joke that she did. Really? Yeah. She can really sing. Aww. You know, but she said, hey, you're going to ask me as a comedian to show up and sing the Star Spangled Banner? Yeah, I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> so she did and grabbed her yeah. big old imaginary dick and spit and people went ape shit. <laughs> Folks, forget <laughs> we need to, We need to edumacate these youngins. We yeah. do. Edumacate for all. That's right. Speaking of someone who needs some edumacation... There you go. And Big Sean broke up. Aww. Destroyed what could have been the greatest celebrity couple nickname of all time. Big Grande. Aww. Um, great uh, item at uh, Taco Bell. (laughs) Sire, do you want to, can you just redo that joke but do it the right way, please? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, Why? Ariana Grande and Big Sean broke up, destroying what could have been the greatest celebrity couple nickname of all time, Big Grande. <laughs> I just weeks. I just wanted to make sure it was Grande and not Grand or whatever you were saying. <laughs> it's Grand. <laughs> it's Big Grandy. It smells like hunt. I think. Ah, Unami Burger. Released an ageist tweet last week after a Coachella performance where Madonna kissed Drake saying, Hey, Drake, nothing gets the taste of old lady out like Unami. Hashtag better than mouthwash. So what the fuck do you use to get the taste of Unami out your goddamn mouth? <laughs> I'm, do you think that a hashtag means to sing? Is that what that was? That what that was? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a big goddamn word after that hashtag. I had to break uh-huh. that bitch down. <laughs> yes, each had its own beat, each syllable. <clears throat> really? McDonald's had to get is, the emphasis on them there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> McDonald's this week has pledged to eliminate deforestation from its entire supply chain. Why not? They eliminated food a long time ago. God damn, I wish I'd been in this cab. <laughs> Channing Tatum left his bag, we won't even go there, in a cab last weekend in Times Square and used Twitter to get it back. He tweeted, Thanks to the Good Samaritan who found my bag and asked for nothing in return. <laughs> yeah, baby. I might ask for another bag in return. Bob! Get you some. You take the good, you take the bad, you take it in. You have bags alive. Bags alive. I suck your dick, I lick your balls, I'll eat your ass and do it all. The facts are lies. The facts are lies. 
I was very curious. Is that what you had in mind? <laughs> it wasn't, but I'm I'm much happier with what what you did than what I had in mind. <laughs> I I just when I wrote that I figured let me see where he takes this and yeah. it was I suck your dick I lick your balls I'll eat your ass I'll do it all the facts are lies the facts are lies cause I don't wanna fight no more I don't wanna fight no more Tulsa roommates got in an argument over iPhones and droids and then proceeded to <laughs> to break beer bottles and stab each other with them. <laughs> I don't know about you, but it sounds like a good Friday night to me. You got damn right. <laughs> the only thing better is if that story had been in a trailer park. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's too bad. And they were druids and not droids. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Close this out, sir. Okie dokie. Auschwitz Nazi god Oscar Groning is set to stand trial that he faces 300,000 counts of accessory to murder. Then asked why he did what he did, he said, What with the airlines and all the luggage rules these days? <laughs> don't want to fight no more. I don't want to fight no more. I don't want to fight no more. Sire Tom Faridi, thank you so much, Sire. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Chop 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 chop. Okay, so I run. I run into Matthew SQ. Shit, I shouldn't have said his first name. I run into SQ at Macy's. And and um, he. Uh, so, so yeah, I had been like avoiding him all day because I didn't like I couldn't deal with his his nonsense anymore. Like, who doesn't take days off if they know they're, they're gonna have a wedding and whatever? So, um, I see him in Macy's and I just stopped dead in my tracks and I was like, what, what the fuck? And he goes, he wasn't even surprised. He was like looking for a suit, like it was nothing, right? And uh, right. then he was just like, uh. Uh, so you're not going to be happy with my decision. And I said, you're working Friday, aren't you? And he was like, yep. And I was like, God damn it. You are stressing me out so much. Um, and then he was about to buy this heinous navy blue suit. And I was like, that looks very lawyery. Do not get that. And um, I stopped him from buying it. It was, it was disgusting. Uh, so he got a, a very nice one instead. Um, and that was on Wednesday. And... Now, now listen, what do I always want to do in life? What is my only goal in everyday life, John Weeks? Do hood rat stuff by yourself. Yes, I want to do hood rat stuff, and I want to do it alone in my apartment, in my room. No disruptions. And I tell you what, I have had since last week no hood rat time, and I today, tonight, showered for the first time since Saturday morning. <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Who am I? Old you? So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I, I've had no time gross, to do anything. I know. It was gross. But then I, like, smelled myself before, and it wasn't so bad. Not too bad. It really, you know, it takes, like, over a week to get really bad. Jesus. Then, then, <laughs> then you must have taken a lot of weeks. Uh, when you were, when you were younger. So, That's the day, man. What? That's the name, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. That was such a that was such a Mangeru joke, and you sounded exactly like him. It was like you were possessed by Mangeru just now. <laughs> it's a nightmare. What's going on with Mangeru, man? I haven't talked to that kid in a while. I don't know. Well, this that's where this mess all started with these fucking weddings. If you th- if you think about it, it did. It started on yeah. day one with yeah. Mangeru's wedding. Yeah. Well, Mangeru's bachelor party. That was the beginning of the end, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so okay. So I, like a normal person, and DJ, like a normal person, take off uh, Friday. SQ, SQ does not. So I get, to, I take the, um, also, I'm thinking in my head, John Weeks, um, th- these two want to, I said we should rent a car, no? These two said let's Uber everywhere. So I... Am weighing out how that makes any goddamn sense at all, and I can't figure it out. So, so on the way, on on the bus to Freehold, where the Radisson was, where the Sangeet was on Thursday, I was taking the bus where um, Port Authority. I had to go through, and Port Authority, as my friend Rebecca Atwood says, don't make eye contact with anyone. Uh, When I checked in there, that tip came up on on Swarm, and then I get on the bus and. Oh man, it's just a mess. Uh and and so and Google also said it was going to take a really long time to get there. It didn't take that long. So, uh I I text her on the way. I was like, I text DJ, not SQ cuz he's not making any sense whatsoever at this point. So, I I text her. I'm like, "Listen, I'm not telling SQ this, but are you sure we shouldn't rent a car because look at these prices are pretty good. I got it on Hotwire and like my credit card covers the insurance." So, why would we Uber all over the place? Doesn't make any sense. And right. um, especially because we have all of Friday to to do hood rat stuff with each other in Princeton. Um, and uh, we, so she said she was down, and I was like, thank God. So I get off the bus near the Enterprise rental car stop in Freehold, New Jersey, and on the walk from the bus stop to Enterprise, uh, I stopped for lunch uh, at this place called Perkins. And it was kind of like the post road. It was on Route 9. It was kind of like the post road, but even more depressing. And I I walk into Perkins, and apparently it was a restaurant for old people and young, <laughs> younger, obese people. Like everyone who was old was ancient, but fairly in shape. And then everyone who was like, 40 and younger, was obese. And so uh, I ate there for lunch, and then I walked over to Enterprise, and I got all my stuff on me, too, my suit, my bag, and I get to um, – and oh, that's the other thing. Like, where where are we going to put all our stuff when we're going from one hotel to another and we, we have to check out a one, can't go into – we're going to lug our stuff all around and every Uber and walk all over with our suits and dresses and everything <laughs> made no sense. So – I go over to Enterprise, I rent the car, it's a Chevy Sonic, and it's wonderful, it's a great car, and um, and I I I get to the hotel, This I'm, I'm at the Radisson, and uh, I run into the bride at the, at Suchi, at the counter when I was checking in, and I didn't realize, but I was like delaying her from checking in, which I felt bad about, um, but uh, I, I checked in, I get, and I, I checked in early. So I will say about the Radisson that the room was ready 
they it was ready early. They let me check in early because because Google was wrong about the time that it would take to get there. So I I you know I, I was like I inadvertently got here way too early. Uh, is there an early check in or something? So they checked me in, didn't charge me anymore. It was great. But I go into the room and the first thing I see is a a, a rabbit made out of towels with. <laughs> with glasses and a mustache looking at me like it's the first thing I see looking at me immediately that is sitting on the bed. Now, I was terrified. I thought it was a cat when I walked it. Like, why is there a cat in here? And then I, like, looked closer, and it was a, a rabbit. It was like the, the centaur version of a man rabbit, except not a horse, you know? It was like a... Uh, and... I realized I I um there was a fitness center there and I hadn't been to the gym so let me get in a half hour of cardio so I don't feel fat for the wedding um so so I go down there and um and then DJ texts me that she got there and I'm like okay come to the fitness room door so I can give you the key and for some reason she's just not comprehending that and after like 10 minutes I was like she wants me to come out to the lobby, doesn't she? So then I walk out. We haven't seen each other in a while. It was very awkward because I was all sweaty and stuff, and you know it was, uh, it was very strange. And uh, uh, I met her cousin, and uh, and so they uh, they they took my key card. They checked in. They got up there, and um, and I I ran, and then I I went upstairs, and DJ told me that when she saw that bunny rabbit weird guy. She said, she was like, what is Holmes doing? She thought it was me. She thought I did that. I didn't put that shit together. Why would I, why would I assemble a rabbit out of hotel towels and put glasses on the rabbit with the mustache? <laughs> and then... I think that's hilarious. She thought it was you. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, it is kind of something that if anyone were to do it, it might be me. You know, so I kind of get that. So the rabbit doing that, yes. Yeah. So the rabbit was in bed. Then we go to the Sangeet. It was a big party, a lot of uh, uh, music. And what's interesting about uh, when Indians dance together is that there, it'll be like the middle of the song, and then all of a sudden, a group of people will get on the dance floor and do this choreographed dance to it that they've known all along. It's, it's, it kind of reminds me of that Norm MacDonald sketch on SNL that was, they were like, um, it was like a West Side Story spoof, and he was in the middle, and uh, he was like, I don't know, guys, maybe we should go uh, go over and uh, get the sharks tonight. And then everyone around him starts, like, snapping their fingers, and he's like, ah, what, what the hell are you guys snapping for? And then they start dancing, and he's like, well, where'd you learn these moves? How do you know this song? What's going on? You know, that's what it kind of reminded me of. Um, and the only song that there was no Indian, uh, like, um, uh, hint to, like, they, they Indianized everything. So, like, Pitbull was Indian. Everything sounded Indian, except for Beyonce, because you don't mess with Beyonce. So, Crazy in Love was pure Beyonce. Um, oh, and I forgot that they, I had, I had gone to the Walmart across the street from the Radisson, to, and I got some, uh, some Perrier, which is my sober drink, Perrier with lime, and uh, DJ 
tried a, a can of it, and she like nearly had a heart attack. She said her her it, the bubbles hurt her throat or something. So she here she is shitting on my favorite sober drink. So that annoyed me. Um, and then yeah, so then the sangeet was fine. It was good. It was fun. We danced and whatnot. And I knew it was my only time to dance. You know, with the with that party all weekend. So that was good. And I had all, all the since we booked the hotel rooms, I had been thinking I cannot think of a non awkward sleeping arrangement between the three of us on these two beds with me, right. DJ, and SQ. Because I don't know, uh, you know, who knows who thinks who wants to bang whom in that scenario. <laughs> so, um, the uh. When they they had been drinking, I had not. We get back to the hotel room. They think it's a good idea. Eskew says, "Let's. Why don't we put the beds together and have like a slumber party or something?" Which made everything so much worse. And they start moving the furniture around. Terrible. They start moving the furniture around, and they put the beds together. And then they they both call not middle. So I'm in the middle, and I'm pretty sure I'm like the worst one to be in the middle. And uh. And then this this nutcase gets up at 6 a.m. or something to go travel three hours to get to work on Friday just to come back later that day. So so he gets up mad early, and we kind of um, – we wait – both DJ and I wake up, but we go back to sleep, and, um, and then I get up and, and go to the, the gym. That's when I saw the Today Show talking about uh, Britt McHenry. And, um, oh, and also about Eskew's decision to go back to work, the night when everyone, when they were putting beds together and everything, DJ started throwing stuff at him because she was so mad at him. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's like, she's taking out her earrings. and I mean, not that, but she's doing stuff. That may be racist. I apologize. She's doing strange (laughs) things to Eskew. She's throwing stuff at Eskew. So that's a a disaster. Um, And, um and he he was just being a disaster. So <laughs> then he leaves, and Suchi, the the night uh, of the Sangeet, the bride, invited us to go to her house for some sort of ceremony that they do the day between the Sangeet and the wedding. And I had kind of thought oh, that my. we would have, have the day to ourselves, but we kind of didn't, but it's okay. And she was, you know, nice of a, nice enough to extend the invite. So... Um, DJ and I go, and we are the only non-Indian people at Suchi's house. Um, but that was fine, and everything was fine. And um, okay, so this this ceremony, like in between the other ceremonies, something happens where like the uh, Indian priest, or I think he's a priest, he he takes a bunch of like fruit. And puts a banana and apples on a plate or something, and then he, uh, then then all the girls cover the bride in yogurt or something, and, and to make her, sh- to make her shiny, supposed to like bring good luck, and then they're supposed to like put a bracelet on her or something, and so everything is fine. We're sitting there, everything's fine, and um, you know, all I'm thinking is that. This is so boring. This is so, so boring. This is so boring. This is so boring. Get me out of here. However, like, I felt like Suchi was very nice to invite us, very nice to extend the invite to us as we were, like, the only kind of 
Westerners there and stuff. And um, she, uh, I mean, other than all the American Indians that were there. Uh, but um, we uh, we were sitting there. Then in the middle of everything, and the, the priest is singing in Indian. That's why it was boring. Couldn't understand a word he was singing. Um, DJ looks up, and she looks at me. She looks very uncomfortable. She walks into the other room, and she doesn't come back for like a half hour. And I'm thinking, because we got these breakfast sandwiches before, I'm thinking she had explosive diarrhea or died. <laughs> and and then eventually, um, I like I got up to look for her because I was concerned. I thought she died, and she. <laughs> And she she comes out of the other room, and she tells me she was on a phone call, and she wants to leave before the the part where they put the bracelets on Suchi. And I can't really go into the reasoning behind why she wanted to leave, uh, but just know that it. Uh, it that later in well, like right afterwards in the car, which by the way I felt like kind of a jerk leaving so soon because we left yeah. like right before the last thing. So we get in the car and then DJ says, Jesus says, I realize I've been talking about Eskew the whole time, but now you're the only normal person left. Like now you're dealing with two crazies. She said to me um, after all that. And how long have you known me, John Weeks? How long? time. Yeah, it's been uh, like uh, at least twenty years, I think. Right, at least. I think it's more no, like no, eight, it's been a, it's eight, about eight. Yeah, almost eight, almost twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So like eighteen years or so in any group. I don't care who's in that group. If it's Richard Simmons and uh, Ted Cruz, I don't care who's in that group. If I am the normal one. <laughs> You got problems. It's not good. Not good at all. No. So now I realize I'm do I'm dealing with two crazy people, and um, and and I'm really trying to hard to to be uh, conservative in what I share here. So bear with me. But uh, sure. Uh, so. So, yeah, I kind of felt like a jerk. She admitted I was now with two crazies. I was the normal one. Very strange. So there's kind of a weird kind of uh, aura around us at this point. And we just, we agreed, DJ and I agreed to go check in at the hotel, at the new hotel, because then there's the other hotel we had to go to for the actual wedding um, at the Hyatt in Princeton. So we check into the hotel, the Hyatt, and the Hyatt was not ready for us. And and we got there after the check-in time, and they weren't even ready so hey, go fuck yourself. Hey. And um, we we noticed that there was going to be a prom there that night at the Hyatt, a high school prom. So oh. that's not good. And then um, we go into after we like watch an episode of Seinfeld or something. We, then we go into Princeton. And we we go into downtown Princeton and we find the record store that HAR talked about in our interview with them. Do you remember? Uh, uh, they were saying that they went to a record store in Princeton. They they couldn't buy the Coldplay album because it was too expensive. I remember that. Yes, I do remember that. Yes. 
Okay, so I found the record store. It's called like Princeton Record Exchange, and I I got a Nas. I got Godson on vinyl, and I got um, uh, Tommy James and the Shondells album as well on vinyl. Oh, very nice, very nice. Thank, thank you. And I I wanted them to talk about the interesting combination at the at the. But you know those record store people, they're too cool for school, so it's just normal to them. <laughs> of course, someone buys Nas and Tommy James together. Of course. So, DJ and I go to lunch at a crepe place, uh, and it's um, don't you like? Isn't don't you feel weird when one of your friends suggests crepes? By the way, don't you just feel a little strange? I feel very strange. I, I just don't. Crepes are just not substantial. I mean, they're like a snack yeah. to me, but I mean, it's an odd place to go. It's odd. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel like it's a very white thing to do, to go to a Oh, yeah, it's like uh, very kind of not necessary. It's like, <laughs> it's lame, it's lame. And it's it's very like, uh, it's it, yeah, I, it's more like, it seems like, are these going to be sub- substantial, like you said? Are they going to provide enough sustenance? And I was thinking, do I get like a, <laughs> do I get a savory one and a sweet one? And, and, and you feel ridiculous using that terminology, but I just got the turkey club one and as we're in line at this crepe shop in princeton dj orders the blt crepe without bacon oh god so a lettuce and tomato crepe (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness who does that it's so strange she wanted everything else that was in it. I think there was other, like, there was, like, mozzarella and all this other, you know, some <laughs> truffle butter and duck butter or something. And I got the turkey club crepe. And I tell you what, it was uh, substantial enough for lunch, and it was fantastic. Oh, wow. I, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and I, I do recommend this crepe place, whatever the fuck it's called. And we were out, so we ate outside, and... Um, again, the ginger ale she was drinking, the bubbles hurt her throat. It's like she's never had carbonated anything before. I don't know. She drinks beer all the time. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, we're eating the crepes and, um, there is a group of Princeton students behind DJ and they start having a very odd conversation. And one of them is a heftier lady is saying, uh, that's totally irrelevant to the story, by the way. She was saying, uh, saying, yeah, so then, like, I mean, Professor Jones, I don't I don't know, let's just call it, Professor Jones said, like, she really, she needs to go to science to drop the, um, to, to pick up this stuff, but I guess signs or science or something is the name of something there. Maybe it was science. Let's just say it was a science lab. So, yeah, Professor Jones needs to go to science to pick up something, but the thing is, She's going to be driving, um, like, from home to her friend's house, and, like, her kids are going to be sleeping, and she doesn't want to, her kids to wake up, so she, like, doesn't want to come in and get the stuff, so, like, she wants me to, like, bring it out to her because, like, yeah, she just doesn't want her kids to wake up, and, and DJ and I look at each other, and I go, what a horrible person, and she was like, yeah. Like, what kind of fucking asshole? And what, the only students who would think that that is a normal 
thing to say are Ivy League students. Am I right or am I right or am I right or am I right? Yeah, yeah, right. You're right. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone at Jesus's wedding would think that that <laughs> is totally appropriate. Uh, but no, you don't. You don't like say oh, I don't want my kids to wake up, so you bring this to me. No, you fucking be a mom, you asshole. Be be there for your kids, you dick. Right. So yeah, definitely. So that was very strange. And then we decide to walk around the Princeton campus. So we do. And um, after about five minutes, I said, all right, I get it. That's enough. <laughs> you know, you, you, you grow up around Yale. It's, it looks almost exactly the same. And it's, there's really nothing to see there. There's some idiot screaming. And you can hear it all through the quad. And uh, it's very strange. So then we get back to the hotel. And um, Eskew comes finally from work because he worked on Friday. And I said, let's not do the thing with the beds again. And we didn't. So that was good. Um, but we still kind of didn't decide on who was sleeping together. Uh, then we go to dinner. And the waiter was – we go to dinner at this Italian place in downtown Princeton. The waiter was completely fuck crazy. Out of his damn mind. He said – he, like, starts – he he gives D, uh, Eskew his wine, and he was like, and here's the um, Savion Blanc. Oh my goodness, it's not it's not even a white wine. Where is my head at today? Mm. And he just keeps on like <clears throat> saying weird shit like that. And he comes over and gives us more bread, but mm. uh, I had to take a sip of the I had to take a sip there. Woo! Hold on. The bubble in this diet Pepsi are getting my hurting my throat. I kind of know what she's talking about now. Forgive me, DJ, for, for everything. Uh, so, uh, so this, so the waiter is out of his mind, and he, and, and then he comes over and brings us bread with the um, olive oil, and he drops the plate of olive oil, so some gets on DJ's uh, pants, and and he was like. And he goes, oh, my God, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I have dropped so much today. I've dropped about $10,000 worth of my salary uh, dropping stuff at this oh restaurant. And I'm thinking in my head, John Weeks, what kind of waiter <laughs> makes $10,000 ever? You know? Right. What salary? It makes no sense. No. What, what's he talking I've dropped $10,000 of my salary. So so that was very odd. And then and – then, She's nice about it. It's no big deal. And then the manager or whatever comes out and was like, here, here's my card. We'll cover the dry cleaning. If you, just shut the fuck up. What the fuck? What, what, what is this? We're in Jersey. Act like it. You know? So right, right. they made it into this huge deal. And the waiter was like, your pizza's on the house, blah, blah, blah. And it was very strange. Uh, so um, where am I here? So, yeah, everyone. Oh, and then everyone who was walking by. At Princeton, had really high socks and short shorts, and you know they just looked so like just because you go to Princeton doesn't mean you need to look like you you go to Princeton. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Then we go back to the hotel, and I'm thinking, okay, they're gonna go down to the bar and drink. Let me, I'm gonna unwind for a second, try and get to bed while they're gone. Let me do some hood rat stuff by myself while they're at the bar. I 
do not even finishing brushing my I do don't even finish brushing my teeth until I hear them come back. They were at the bar for like two seconds. They came right back, and and then we had agreed that DJ and I would sleep in the same bed, and Eskew would get all the bed to himself because you know he's a diva, divesque. So <laughs> DJ and I. Um, so, so I get into the, I get out of the bathroom. I was like, you guys were gone for like two minutes, and they were like, I know it was just the party was dying down and blah blah blah. So. I get into the bed, but DJ is spread out diagonally across it and watching Boy Meets World, and I couldn't even get get in there. And I was oh. like, uh. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. And then she moves, and um, and Eskew's in the other bed, and uh, we're watching Boy Meets World. And I got to tell you, that was very key to 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 my relaxation for, you know, for getting to sleep. Was, yeah. We watched, oh, yeah. We watched a couple Boy Meets World. And by the way, Sean, uh, Eric, and Jack all had soul patches. How was that ever a look, those fucking, that chin hair? It was so gross. Yeah, that was never a, a, a popular look, but that was strange. It was on the show. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And hey, how hot was Matthew Lawrence, huh? <laughs> How about that uh, Topanga? Yeah, yeah, her too. Uh, so, by the way, there was the episode that was on first was this episode when people thought she was pregnant because she had gained some weight and, like, how do you write? Oh what, yeah, I remember that. Why would the writers write that in, like, say, like admitting she's fat? You know, it's very strange. <laughs> You're right. Actually. Yeah, yeah, very strange. Wait, wait a minute, what's up, Miss Beanie? Uh, on the episode you watched or what? Mr. Feeney wasn't on either one that we saw, no. That's disappointing. I know, but it was they were still good. So we finally slept, and I got to tell you, DJ is the best sleep partner best that I've had at a wedding since Nick Fondoulis. And to, to tell you how high praise that is, when we were in Pittsburgh at John and Courtney's wedding, um, the bride's cousin, the 20-year-old cousin, very hot, uh, I had blown him in that bed uh, that Nick Fondulis <laughs> that Nick Fondulis and I were staying in, and Jason Selvig and Jason Friedman were in the other bed. Um, and then right after, like Friedman and Fondulis see Richie, the boy, walk out of the room, and Fondulis still sleeps in the bed, even though he knew that we had just hooked up in there. And and the next morning, Friedman was driving, and I turned to him, you know. Fondulis really didn't seem to mind sleeping in that bed after I had just hooked up with a dude in it. And Friedman turns to me and goes, not in the slightest, immediately. <laughs> not in the slightest. <laughs> as, he's, as he's at the steering wheel. But that's how good a sleep partner Nick Fondulis is. So DJ, uh, best sleep partner since Nick Fondulis. Um, and there was no guy blowing uh, in that bed. Um, then the next morning... This is finally, we're getting to the day of the wedding now. So this is when uh, I wake up and I'm like, Piensas, tengo tiempo para ir al gimnasio antes de mediodía. And DJ's like, no, I don't think you have time to go to the gym before the wedding. And so I uh, get out of the, uh, I said, maybe I do. So I get out of the elevator and I'm in my gym clothes and I see a horde of people that are very fancily dressed in Indian clothes. And I said, no way, I am walking by these people. I also didn't know if the ho hotel had a gym. And this, the cleaning lady, I asked, I was like, does this hotel have a gym? And she goes, 
And I was like, what? I was like, uh, uh, Jim, no. And she goes, that doesn't know. No, sorry. So then I, I go back up to the room. like, And I do kind of what they did to me the night before. I return after two minutes. And I was like, nope, no way. And um, we had to, you know, we put our suits on, our my second suit for the weekend. I had We head straight to the festivities. And they do a thing where... They the the groom comes through to meet the bride and he's like supposed to, he's coming from riding a horse or something I didn't I didn't oh, see oh any horse but they come in and then they have to the groom and the groom's party has to negotiate with the sisters of the bride to get through and they were like throwing dollars and five dollar ten dollar bills at them and it was very very strange uh, strange thing and so they do all that. And then we, they, they finally, like, the sisters finally allow them through. Uh, they, and they, all I remember is them saying, like, you guys are bad negotiators, the, the guys said to the sisters. And uh, it, it was super weird. And then there was the ceremony, and it was very long and very boring, but it's the most important part. It's the wedding. It's why you went, right? So, um so we sit through that, and I think that the, the ceremony was actually less long than I thought it would be. Um, and um, Eskew was dressed in Indian garb, and he's a white guy, and he looked like a character in Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> and he was also showing way more chest hair than any Indian guy in there. Uh, like, they all had their stuff, like, buttoned up to the top, and his was, like, deep... Deep V, and there was no shirt underneath, but I guess there's not supposed to be. I don't know. Very weird. And also, that thing stank. Like, it smelled weird because you can't really you can't really dry clean them. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we did that. And then, then after that, I, I pack up my stuff out of the hotel room. I put it in the car, and I go to the lunch to meet SQ and DJ and say goodbye because then I got to get to my reunion. And the entire lunch, it's all carbs, bro. All carbs. Oh, all carbs. man. All carbs. So I, like, I took little portions of everything and, and, and handled that all right. And um, then I uh, go, I leave, and and I'm relieved to leave th- this event, not because of anything regarding the ceremony or anything the bride did or anything, uh, but just because it was three days and I was the normal one, and I can't do that. So I just can't, man. It's not it's not how this world's supposed to work. So uh, I I was relieved to have to leave for a reason, you know. And you also you put in three days. I think that's enough. You've you've done yeah, your part. Yeah, that's a lot. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so, yeah. Go do hood rat stuff, but I couldn't do hood rat stuff. So uh, I. Uh, you know, so the thing is that you know the it was, the wedding was great, the sangeet was great, it was a great time. Uh, the reason I had to, I had some relief was because the people surrounding me had lost their goddamn minds. That's why. Then I, I, I went home, and then so I, I, I went, I dropped the rental car off, and um, then I walked to the bus stop in Jersey, and I start panicking because. I don't have a ticket, a round-trip ticket. i got to buy, buy the thing. But then it was fine, and I just gave the bus driver cash. Um, but at the bus stop, there was this dude who is an Asian guy, and he uh, was uh, – I have, you know, as George Carlin said, I don't have pet peeves. I have major psychotic fucking hatreds. And this guy somehow, within like five minutes of waiting for the bus, managed to get all of those in. So he was 
first he was chewing a sandwich with his mouth open, which made me want to, you know, gouge my eyes out. Then, <laughs> then he uh, answered his phone and started speaking on a cell phone, you know, in public, which already bothers me. I know that bothers me more than most. But then he, it's not only is he yelling, but it's on speakerphone. So he's screaming, she's screaming, everyone's screaming. <laughs> then he hangs up with her. The bitch takes nail clippers, nail clippers out and starts clipping his nails in public. Oh, that's gross. Just gross, bro. So he does that. And then there was like one more thing that he did. And I would like yelled out, come on, like verbally. But he had no reaction to that. And, uh... We And then we get on the bus, and I make sure to sit as far away from him as possible. The bus driver was very nice, way too nice to be a, a, driving a bus on a Saturday. It was very strange. I feel like he probably has a lot of bodies in his freezer or something and eats them. Um, and, uh, then I I get uh, I finally get back to the Port Authority, um, which, as I said, you don't make eye contact with anyone. So then I'm waiting at the Port Authority. I really have to pee. I'm waiting in line at the bathroom, and if you ever – need to go to the bathroom at the Port Authority, do not go. Just wait. Wait till you get home. Um, and I, I I, was there in the bathroom, and this guy walks in, and he, like, walks in front of everyone. He's like, hey, can we get some paper out here? You know, we got to be mindful. We got a long line waiting. We got to be mindful. Can anyone spare some toilet paper? Get some toilet paper. And then this guy, uh, a heap of toilet paper on the floor from the stall, and the guy thanks him for the toilet paper that's now on the floor. So it's, like, doubly contaminated because it's coming from a guy oh. taking a sh- And now it's on the floor. And then the guy takes it, and he's like, thank you, okay. And, and uh, like, who was this guy? And what's he talking about? Be mindful. Like, he's, like, the bathroom hall monitor. Very, very weird. Uh, very, very weird. Um, and then... Uh, recording left. What? Okay. So, so then, um, 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 I finally get home, right? And I, I, I get dinner quickly, and then I change into my, okay, so I change into my suit. My, I was in one suit. I changed back into the Sangeet suit, the blue suit, the Seacrest suit, because that's like, that's, that suits the tits right now. So, um, (laughs) I get back into that, and then I go to my college reunion, and uh, it was it's just down the street from me. It was like 10-minute uh, train ride, and it was great. And um, the, the, the weird – I was terribly overdressed. Uh, you know, I thought other people would be wearing suits. Nobody was wearing suits. So I kept saying that I was at a wedding. But the thing is, I had gone home. I could have changed into a non-suit, and I didn't. But everyone was, like, complimenting the suit, so it wasn't that bad. Except this one guy, Mark Schweiker, was like, what are you doing here in a suit like you're a baller? And he starts, like, undoing my button and tie and stuff. And I'm like, nah, 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 I came from a wedding. And I had to put my shit back together. So, you know, that guy, that happened. Then the weirdest part about the reunion is after 10 years, seeing people that you're not sure if you know or not. So you have to smile at them for like a minute until you both realize that you don't know each other. And it's very, very awkward. So there's that. And then, oh, oh, and then I hear ignition playing and nobody's dancing. And that's like one of the main reasons I wanted to go to this thing was so, you know, so they play my song and, uh, and no one was dancing yet. But then later they, I turned to this girl, Jess, and I was like, can we get Ignition to play again? And she said, yeah, yeah, we control the music. And so, like, the next song, all of a sudden, I hear, girl, please 
Let me stick my key in your ignition, babe. We've been going about 80 on the freeway. And I'm like, why are they playing the original version? The remix is the one that you need. People don't understand. How do people not understand that a song called Ignition Remix, where he says the words, it's the remix to Ignition in the song. How do they not understand that the this is the Ignition regular is not the remix? I don't understand. There's like so many clues. So many clues. Then finally, they play the Ignition remix, and it's great. And then they play Step in the Name of Love remix. I love the love slide. It was great. It's like college all over again. Um, and then uh, this girl, Amanda, was there, and she used to work at Delaney's before it burned down. And she told me uh, that um, she works with Jay now, and Jay, like, Rawlings. And I was like, really? And uh, I wanted to remind her that Jay is the one who, who – Asked who I made ask her at Delaney's, I peed on Mis Manos, can I get some nappies? But I didn't do that because they're current colleagues, and I didn't know if that would be a little awkward. So then by by 2 a.m., and it's interesting because these reunions, people who have seen each other in the last 10 years all hung out together, and people who have not didn't really. You know, it's like I hung out right. with Selvig and Roberts and Fondulis and stuff, and people I see a lot, and I – and I didn't really hang out with people I don't see a lot. So it was very, a very strange situation. It was like it was a very strange aura. It was very, very overwhelming. But I'm glad that I went. However, by 2 a.m., I was fucking hallucinating. I was so tired. I hadn't done any yeah. hood rat stuff in a week and a half. And I had just come yeah. from a three-day wedding with no break in between. And I, I start saying goodbye to people multiple times. And I turned to this girl and I was like, <laughs> Did we say goodbye already? And she, like, gave me a hug. She was like, it's okay. We'll do it again. I know you're tired. So I was hallucinating, bro. I was hallucinating by that time. And uh, and then I finally get home, and then I, I, I go to sleep, and I had gotten tickets on Sunday to see Gilbert Gottfried's live podcast with Louis Black at Caroline's in Midtown, and I severely regretted that purchase because I – I love them. I wanted to see them, but just it's the worst possible time. So on Sunday, all I had the energy to do was to sleep. And then I uh, uh, and then I was like, I got to go to Times Square. It's going to be awful. I, you know, I, and I'm going alone. I don't have anything to go with. So then I, I go and I go see Gilbert and Louis Black. And the people, I don't know if it was just because I had had no hood rat time, but the people behind me would not shut up. And the guy next to me, every time he took a sip of something, he smacked his tongue against the roof, roof of his mouth. And he, he and it was like, it is not that hard to drink your Coke. Just just fucking swallow it. And he was driving, you know, nothing bothers me more than mouth sounds. And that really pissed me off. They were pissing me off. Um, and I was like, I was too tired to enjoy it. I probably would have laughed a lot more. And it was very funny. It was very good. It was a good interview. And I probably would have liked it a lot more had it not been at that time. And if you are um, starting to hallucinate and all you have the energy to do is sleep and you had no time for hood rat stuff, Gilbert Gottfried's not the guy to go see, you know? So, and neither is Louis Black. Uh, and and that, those are the two people that I was seeing. And so that was the, you know, and then I went home and, and, and I ate a lot of Indian food. And I couldn't, I just couldn't get away from that wedding. Um, but, 
it was, uh, you know, that is that is my story. I am so sorry we have gone so over time tonight. Um, but that that is that is its conclusion. Oh my gosh, it sounds like the Odyssey. It uh, <laughs> it sounds like it went. You know, I'm glad you went to both events, and uh, it it sounds like it took a lot out of you. I mean, this this it's a lot. It's a lot to ask of somebody, yeah. but I, I, I'm, I'm you're a trooper for going and. Uh, Oh my gosh, what an experience! And I'm happy you got to the reunion as well. And oh my god, it's just a lot. And this is going to consume you beyond that just that weekend. It's going to yeah. consume you for a while. You, I you just know, showered tonight. I know, and and you don't, you don't have any time for hood rat stuff, right? And uh, it's going to affect you for the entire month. <laughs> and 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 another thing I forgot to mention was that. In the group in the group meet chat that we all have, me and DJ and SQ and Suchi, all they talked about after the weekend was the reception. And so I'm the one like villainized because I missed the reception. Yeah. Meanwhile, between the three of us, we all miss different shit. And and I you know, I miss that and I'm the one, and they're all like, "Oh my God, this was so much fun!" And who were those people that we hung out with? And blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, "Yo, stop pretending like the three days before that didn't happen." And then they <laughs> stopped pretending. But I had to say that because I was really feeling some type of way about that, the way that they were talking. Right, I, it's ridiculous. Uh, you were there so, so another three days, and this is a three-day event. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, yes, I, I mean, you can't win. You really can't. But uh, I think you did it the best way you could. And and you're going to be exhausted for a while now because of this. And you've got to do hood rat stuff on your own. Yeah, yeah. All that said, it was very wonderful to see DJ right. and hang out with her. We had a lovely time in Princeton. Um, and um, it was almost great to see Eskew, but he was being so <laughs> such a strange workaholic. Um and made us, you know, all sleep together, and it was very strange. Uh, and uh, and then, um, no, I'm just kidding. It was great to see him. And and Suchi and her family and stuff could not have been more generous. It was uh, so nice. I did not mind that it was a three-day thing. Uh, she did not get offended that I had to leave. Um, and, uh, it, you know, they, they couldn't have been nicer, more welcoming. And so, you know, shout out to them. Uh, appreciate that, and um, I don't think she listens to the show, but I, uh, <laughs> but, but, but I just, I just wanted to make sure that you know that all that generosity and stuff does not go unnoticed, and and um, and it was a great time. Uh, it was just a, it was a long, it was long, and that's all. But it was a great time. Uh, and uh, what's your favorite scene? And she's the main, <laughs> main with the main bang. My favorite scene is she's the main main. We've remained a bang main. It's got yes. to be when she plays this guy Al Pacino in this movie. <laughs> she plays Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah, she plays Al Pacino or Lieutenant Colonel Frank Slade. Uh huh. Yeah, this is my favorite scene. As I came in here, I heard those words, "cradle of leadership." When one of the bow breaks, the cradle will fall, and it has fallen here, sir. It has fallen. Makers of men, creators of leaders. Be careful what kind of leaders you're producing here. I don't know if Charlie's silence here today is right or wrong. I'm not a judge or a jury, but I can tell you this. He won't sell anybody out to buy his future. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now, that's the stuff leaders should be made of. 
Now, I have to come to the crossroads of my life. I always knew what the right path was. Without exception, I knew. But I never took it. You know why? It was too damn hard. Now here's Charlie. He's come to the crossroads. He has chosen a path. It's the right path. It's the path made of principle that leads to character. Let him continue on his journey. You hold this boy's future in your hands, committee. It's a valuable future. Believe me. Don't destroy it. And that's my favorite scene. She's the main man. Yes. 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 What what what, you, movie, what movie was that from after uh, the colon? That's uh, a, a sense of a woman. Oh hoo ha! Hoo ha! My favorite scene is she's man, 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 man. Is um, it's it's from uh, Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire Colon. She's the main colon, the wedding singer, and it's this guy Robbie Hart and uh, Amanda Bynes does a great job playing a man because she's a, she's the main man, and she says. Uh, you guys are off to a great start, don't you think? I mean, Cindy showed up, so right away, Scott, you got to be pretty psyched, right? Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every goddamn word I have to say. You know, some of us will never, ever find true love, like take, for instance, me. And I'm pretty sure that guy right over there. And lady with sideburns. And basically everybody at table nine. But the worst part is that me, fatty, sideburns lady, and the mutants over there at table nine will never ever find a way to better the situation because apparently we have nothing to offer the opposite sex. Sir, one more outburst I will strangle you with my microphone wire. Do you understand me? Now, let's cut stupid cake because I know the fat guy is going to have a heart attack if we don't eat again soon. And while we're doing that, here's a little mood music for you. And that's my favorite scene to see the mind, 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 mind. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> well, uh, it's like it's like our, our listeners got two two shows in one tonight, Weeks. This was a great show. This was the joke, the mess awards. We had uh, stories about weddings, to reunions. I think this was a great, this was a great show. Oh, Both by it. the way, by the way, by the way, tonight is our 80th backstage, 80th Blazing Ride backstage. Oh my goodness! Yes. Congratulations, brother. Congratulations to you. 80. Thank you, sir. All right, I can this think of no great better accomplishment. Yes. Let's do another 80. Come on. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, let's do it tomorrow, right now. <laughs> right, let's keep going, man. I'll keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of order. You're out of order. This whole courtroom is out of order. Was that set of a woman, too? That is, right? That is. That is. It's a great movie, yeah. I'm out of order. You're out of order. This whole courtroom's out of order. Out of order. <laughs> I can think of no better way of ending the show than saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And lastly, if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that cocksucker? You first of all, you're going to take her to Macy's, get her a Ryan Seacrest suit, nice mm. blue fitted suit, put some yogurt all over her body, 
and let's get married for three days. <laughs> like Jagged Edge said. Good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.